The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Hello and welcome to episode 71 of the Big Scottish Football Podcast. I'm Stephen Mill, he's Ewan Cameron. How you doing? You alright? Good morning. I'm good. Hearts are through the next round of the Scottish Cup. Just. Doesn't matter. It's sort of getting yourself into the hat, that's all that matters. Had a nice weekend. I spent Friday, sorry, Thursday and Friday in Aberdeen. Sorry I was, about that. I was there for a Cash for Kids event. Oh, well, that's okay then. Had um, a bit of banter with a lot of Aberdeen fans who were at the event. It was lovely. Yeah, you have a great relationship with Aberdeen fans. Brilliant relationship. On Saturday, what did I do? I worked with you on Saturday. Big Saturday football show. Sunday, I did absolutely hee-haw. Sat in the house under a duvet cover. Any film recommendations? Get them out of the way. I've got a Netflix recommendation for you. John, you ready for this one? Producer John. Thank you. So, um, it's a Netflix recommendation. It's not a movie. It's a, it's a three-part documentary series. I would highly recommend it. And at the end of it, I'm, I'm not scared to admit this, I was crying my eyes out at the end of this documentary. The end of the third episode, I was crying my eyes out. And what's it called? It's called American Nightmare. So I watched it last night. Brilliant, isn't it? It's, can I get a um, pen while you tell everybody what you think? I thought it was... Oh, oh, I don't say it was rubbish. No, it wasn't rubbish, but I thought it was it was okay. Oh, it's a brilliant documentary. I mean, it's obviously a it, horrific story. Yes, but with a happy ending... Yeah, well, don't ruin it for No, everyone. no, no, but you still want to see it, even though there is... Look, uh, is, No, no, no look, listen. I, I won't say too much about it. He's right. It's horrific what happens to this couple. Horrific. Horrendous. But it's almost... You know what? I think I'm almost a wee bit fed up of true tri- uh, true crime documentaries. Oh, I, I, I can't get enough of them. I see. I'm bored with them now. I'm that guy who will watch true crime documentaries day in and day out. I much prefer true crime documentaries over things like Line of Duty. I'm not into dramas. I'm not interested in these big nine o'clock dramas on BBC One and ITV and all that stuff. Because Sorry, Sarah Lancashire, if you're listening. I much prefer the true life documentary because this is about real people, real events, what their experiences are, what they went through as a family, what they went through as an individual, how poor the police can be, how bad the police can be, and sometimes the police can be absolutely magnificent in what they do to solve a crime. I much prefer that than watching Martin Comston do his thing. I just thought I've seen this before. You've not. Uh, I, I no, you have. haven't. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, See, a, can... it's, it's a slightly different story. I'll give you that. But I'm just like, oh, the police are rubbish and <laughs> totally like made not a very mess, good. Made a mess of this and right, don't give you too know, much away. It's a really bad crime that's happened, and then nobody believed that. Right, uh, yeah, okay, right. right. Don't say too much so, more. All I'll say to you about it was um, all right. All I'll say to you about American Nightmare on Netflix. It's three episodes, forty-four minutes for each episode. So you can watch, sit and watch it in one go. If you know the movie Gone Girl, starring Ben Affleck and um, Rosamund Pike, mm-hmm. this this actually happened in real life. That's all I'm going to say. What you see, but, but, but it, 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 it doesn't. No, but it's, it's based around that because the police thought that somebody was recreating yeah. the Gone Girl movie in real life, and that's yeah. all I'm going to say. Okay. And uh, be 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 prepared for some surprises, some twists, and some turns. And about mm. the end of the day, it is. 
there's a happy ending to it. Okay. And I it, it, it brought me to tears and okay. it, it made me very happy. Thank you, as always, for your correspondence. You can leave your comments on YouTube just underneath the video. We welcome all of them, good or bad, and we always read out the best of them in the following week's podcast. Now, I won't be here next week, so I won't get any of your uh, feedback next week. So um, if you could make it um, as sort of nice about me as possible and as bad about you as possible. Is it just week, me next week? It's just you yourself. You're just sat here. Are, are we going to try and get Josie in next week? Josie, Josie. 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 Jose Katongo. Yeah. Jose Katongo, not Jose. Yeah, Jose Mourinho. Well, he's not doing much. Well, he could come in at <laughs> Exactly, he's not doing much. Um, thank you always for getting in touch at Big Football. Scott, you can tweet us there as well, but on YouTube, uh, you can leave your comments straight away as you're listening. Uh, Sean says, Stephen's Jim White impression is absolutely sensational. <laughs> um, haven't laughed that much in a long time. However, please teach you on how to say players, leagues and clubs properly. I mean, we're, we're pushing into the wind with that one, unfortunately. Who said that? Sean. Sean, I thought my pronunciations of the players in the clubs were quite good. We Scottish guy 8950 says, you should get soap opera questions in the quizzes. He has more knowledge in that than he does football. Uh, Son of Scotland, can you just give Jambo Bear Rangers questions in the quiz? So he has an outside chance of winning. Good thinking, actually. Thank you very much. Uh, just starting out, 76-8. Listening to Ewan when he might win the quiz is almost as insufferable as listening to his unsportsmanship behaviour when he's losing. There needs to be a bonus thing to control that boy if he behaves through the quiz and doesn't act like a twat he gets a point that might even things up anyway all the best from Long Island in uh, New York New York State Long Island it's absolutely freezing there yes I was seeing that in the news actually it's Baltic uh, on the east coast of the US so, isn't uh, it crazy and I know it's 2024 and technology is amazing but it still amazes me that there's somebody Long Island New York Long Island New York listening to our pish yeah I mean that just amazes is me still. I know, exactly. I mean, so, wherever you are in the world, Aye. we've got listeners all over the world to this podcast. So thank you very much. Uh, wherever you are, you can always leave your comments on YouTube. Dale says, Surely that's not you and Mr. There's no conspiracy against Celtic and there's no conspiracy against Rangers. There's no refereeing conspiracy. Greeting again about a conspiracy <laughs> against him in a podcast quiz. P.S. <laughs> love the podcast. Dale, very good point. Very good point. Well, there is no well but, but I think the evidence is clear for all to see oh, and sure. hear that there is a conspiracy when it comes to the quiz. It's there for you to hear every they, single week. And can I just point out as well, right? It's there to make me look like an idiot. No, you do that Every yourself. single week, those two conspire against that, me to make sure that I look like an absolute twat on the quiz. There was and that's a, what annoys me. There was an AI question last week on the quiz... And it was quite clearly somebody talking about playing for Celtic and your answer was Paul Gascoigne. <laughs> so, like, no, but that was no conspiracy. That is you uh -huh. being an idiot. I wasn't and listening. saying that, there is a couple of people sticking up. He, Davey says, Ewan is stitched up again. Uh, Mill is Googling Ewan's questions. Then clearly see him sitting a read, uh, reading a list of teams off the screen for the last question. You wouldn't be able to do that on, Ast on Mastermind. That's true. So whenever I get my question, he does type away in the corner to get the answer to the question, just so it makes him look bright. And, no, I don't. Uh, I, you do I it. Don't. And then you, well, I, I know I the don't. answer to I that don't. question. There was, a there was a reason I was checking something last week. 
There was a reason. There's always a reason, mate. Move uh, on. James says, Stephen has an absolute cheek to be celebrating winning the quiz. That was Yoon's win all day long. That FA Cup question Stephen got following Yoon's was a joke. Of course you're going to talk about the answer out loud. You both do it. Yoon should have been fighting that big time. Yoon wins. That's, that's no, a great no, point, James. No, do you know what? I think, not, should, I think James makes a really good point there, no. right? I think what we should do, because there's been a lot said about last week's quiz... I think, like the Grand National in 1993, they ran the race, but at the end of the day, they have, they voided the oh, race because of the false start. And because of that question, I think that last week's quiz should be null and void. It never happened. And we go back to 15-5. I think that's only fair because I think James nah. has made a fantastic point. No, Thank you, you, my friend. it was your no, fault. You gave, you gave the answer right, away. Well I didn't know what the question right, was going to be. So, when we get so to, how, how, how should I be penalised? I didn't know what the question was going well, to be. Let's, listen, we've, James has made his point. I agree with what James is saying. I disagree. And again, a bit like the Grand National when party politics won it. Um, it was null and void and they didn't get their victory despite running four and a half miles for nine minutes and fell over jumps and all that stuff. I think that what John needs to do between now and the quiz is ultimately he needs to make a decision whether last week's quiz is null and void... Right. Or whether you get the points. So no, let no, the decision's been made. No, I don't we, had this con we had this conversation. No, I John. actually said, are you happy with that? And you said, yes, yeah. Yes, you did. Right, okay. But I think now in reflection, because I was so well, stressed tough, out, tough, tough. that I think that the you points... You made your choice. The punters you, have had their say, you, and I think the punters uh, are bang on your a, money here. A punter? Well, there's more than that. What? He's just picked out the ones that he's... He's only... No! Yes. A punter. So, John, you've got a wee while to think about it and then make a decision just before we start today's quiz. Right, move on, next one. Okay, John says, I moved to California 10 years ago from Scotland and this podcast has been great for me keeping up to date with the game. Uh, only thing is now all my co-workers think Ewan is an absolute fud. I must say I have to agree. <laughs> Hashtag Jambo Bear. Uh, Andy says, enjoyed the Janny chat. Made me remember the Janny we had at school. He was four foot going bald, so we called him Janny DeVito. Good one. Heard that. <laughs> uh, and Gordon has been back in touch after we asked him to show his working about leaky, uh, reconstruction. Yes. Um, so it's the Belgian format. 18 teams uh, play twice. The top uh, four split into a playoff and play each other home and away, but their points total from the season are halved going into it. So Ooh. it's a wee bit complicated. Yes. So, um, I also noticed something last night. I was perusing some of the football forums last night, um, not the follow, follow and uh, Hearts kickback forum. It was actually Pie and Bovril. Jambo's on... kickback, get it right. Aye, whatever it is. And um, I was on Pie and Bovril last night and this particular topic uh, took a wee interest and it was the biggest bell end in Scottish football. So <laughs> it was basically anyone in Scottish football, manager, player, pundit, and as of... But ne the, we're neither of them. What do you mean? We're not a pundit or no, a manager well, I, I or a player. I think anyone connected to Scottish football. Right. So there was lots of people getting... Uh -huh. What are you get, going to say? There, I was just saying there was <laughs> lots of... What are you going to say? Just say it. There was lots of people uh -huh. from, you know, Derek Adams. Right. There was people who don't like... Uh, particular pundits or presenters. Michael Stewart's people like Michael, that. Michael Stewart. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, people like guests we've had on the show. Yeah. Like people like Tam Cowan was mentioned. Yeah, and totally. Stuff like Cosgrove, that. all of them. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah, uh-huh. And it was four, there was four pages on this forum. Uh-huh. Uh, topic so far. I've not checked this morning, but Ewan Cameron's name had not come up. <gasps> so, I don't know, you must be losing your touch. You must be losing your touch. I, no, I don't think I'm losing my touch. I think what I've done from my days of working on the real radio football phone and since I've got back into football here with Stephen Mill talking about the big events on the weekend is that 
I am now aligned with the football fans. This when is the real football phone-in. We with Cameron, Cameron and Alan Ruff. Call now on 0845 100 2101. Me, 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 me. When I hosted the football phone in all those years ago, I will admit to you, I irritated and upset a lot of people, mm-hmm. whether it be within football itself or the fans. But I think now I've kind of mellowed. Yes, I can still be quite opinionated, argumentative, and I can also annoy people on social media. But I think generally most people look at me and that I am speaking sense. Mm. Oh, sorry. No, you no, no, no. You're, you're, you're at two, it. Two, two hours ago. No. No, <laughs> two hours ago, and to be fair, let me see. I don't know. You're making it up. No, 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 no. I, you're in the you're in this person's top ten. People are putting in the top ten. Right. Okay. Um. So it's he looks like he's a Kilmarnock fan. Why would they hate me? So or num- plastic pictures. I, I'll, I'll read. Out, I'll read out the top ten of this guy's. Right. Okay. So uh, Keith Jackson is number ten. So you're a bigger belly than Keith Jackson, <laughs> apparently. Um, number nine is Andy Walker. Wait, 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 wait. Can we get the chart music for this? <laughs> He's the chart music producer John. The chart music, the top ten worst pundits and football people. Here we go. Now we'll start it again at ten. Okay. And go through it right. right count through. me in. Okay, here we go. Here we go. There we go. Chart countdown. Biggest bell ends in football. <laughs> right, Stephen. Let's have the top ten now. Okay, it's starting at number ten. We've obviously got Mr. Keith Jackson, longtime Daily Record journalist. Yeah. Uh, in at number nine is a new entry. It's Andy Walker, formerly of Sky and obviously former Celtic player as well. And a hot new entry at number eight. We've got Mr. Ewan Cameron. Yes. And there's more. Oh. It's one of these guys I have the Twitter algorithm to thank for. I'm forever seeing the utter drivel he spouts despite not following him. As far as I can tell, he's made a career of spouting shite football opinions <laughs> that I'm convinced he doesn't even hold. So, you're a bigger bellend, according to this man, uh-huh. than Andy Walker and Keith, Keith Jackson. Jackson. Can yeah, I get yeah. your immediate reaction to that? Well, listen, I thought I'd be well up there in the top three, so, yeah. To you, get it in the number eight, it's, it's good that I've gone to the top ten. I, but I think now somebody's mentioned you, I think you'll probably get a few more it, votes. It'll open up the floodgates. I, I think it will. I think it Who's will. Who's at number one on that list? Uh, Douglas Ross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so I mean, I think I think all things concerned, yes, I think yes. Douglas Ross is going to be a, a runaway winner. Um, for, for this person's list, you're you're not as big a bell end as Neil Lennon, as Neil Doncaster, as John Beaton, as Brendan Rogers, as Craig Levine, as Derek Adams, and then Douglas Ross. Yeah, is, uh, is I like one. Neil Lennon. Do you know what? I mean, I've said on this podcast before, and I know a lot of people have got no time for Neil Lennon. For me, he's one of the most genuine guys in Scottish football. I love the guy to bits. He calls it as he sees it. Well, you're number eight and seven in the list. Lennon seven. Of Just this one person, to be fair. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, that's fine. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have, have, have got ahead of um, yeah. Douglas Ross. Yeah. I mean, I mean the thing. It's just it, like it, I'm just going through some of the other ones just now. It's as you would think. It's like you know, Chris Sutton, the usual, the usual, you know, John Hartson. Yes, exactly. Betty McCoy's is in there, even though he's one of the best. I, th- I think McCoy. I did see McCoy. Yeah. Uh, Alan Preston mentioned a few times. Oh, I can't. Um, I can't stand him. Um, I don't know Alan Preston, so I'll reserve judgment. No, I'm, um, I'm talking about him as a pundit. I don't um, know him as a person. I'm talking um, about listening to him on the radio. I'm not a big, yeah, but, but fan. I mean, far and away, the number one is Douglas Ross. So um, there we are. Who would you see while we're talking about pundits and all that stuff? Yeah, and I know we're 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 affiliated to Super Scoreboard and everything, so I want you to avoid those guys. 
out with the Super Scoreboard guys. Who's your favourite pundit? Um, Who'd you like who to listen to? Like? Not he just in Scottish football, just Scottish generally, football. just anybody. I do, I do think McCoyster's an excellent commentator. Okay. Excellent. I, I think Roy Keane is absolutely brilliant as well. He's box office. I think Roy Keane is the best. Like, I could sit and watch Roy Keane speak about is he your, like He's your number one. Yes. I, I quite like... Um, who else have Sky got that I quite like? Uh, Mika Richards? Yeah, quite like Mika Richards. Friend of the show. Yeah. Um, Mika Richards is quite good. Neville Carragher? Yeah, I think they're really watchable. Yeah. Like, they'll say stuff that I disagree with, but that's fine. Like, I think people get, you know, as we know, people get hit up about pundits yeah. having opinions and stuff. In Scotland, Neil I, McCann? Yeah, quite like Neil McCann. I think Neil McCann is a very intense man. Have I told you my Neil McCann story before? No. <laughs> um, so I was working for another radio station. Was that Capital? It was Capital, and I was doing the news at that point. Right. And Scotland were playing England in 2013. It was the first time Scotland had played England at Wembley. Was that a 3-2 game? Uh, yes. Right. So it was the first game since 99. I think it was 2013 we played them. Yeah. And... Uh, Neil McCann at that point was the Dunfermline assistant manager to Jim Jeffries. Was so, he? Yeah, he was. So I said to my news editor, I was like, oh, listen, I can get Neil McCann. He played, he set up the winning goal Aye. for Don Hutchison mm -hmm. in 99. I was like, that might be a nice wee interview and we can put that out. And she was like, yeah, no, that's fine. So anyway, I contacted the club and I was like, I want to speak to Neil. So they were training down at Petrieve at that point. And I went along and... Uh, Neil McCann was sitting there and I saw the press officer and stuff like that and uh, I went across and I was like hi Neil nice to meet you I was like my name's Stephen I'm from Capital I was like listen by the way just to let you know I'm a Dunfermline fan and he was like good because you better not fuck me <laughs> and, and that was his opening line and I was like no 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 I was like listen I was like we're, we're just going to chat about I was like it's nothing to do with Dunfermline I was like it's just solely about Scotland versus England you set up the goal for Don Hutchinson and I thought it'd be quite nice. I was like, it's totally fine, just a, a wee casual chat. And he was like, good, because I've been fucked before. And I went, <laughs> cool. Anyway, so let's go on with an interview. So, um, I think uh, Neil McCann, there's a few intense stories from Neil McCann. But yeah, I think I think he's I think he's a good pundit. Um, Stephen Thompson? Uh, he's a better pundit than he is a presenter. I, I agree, think. yeah. Um, I, think he's, uh, uh, I think he's actually, as a pundit, he's got a really nice style. Yes. He's quite... Uh, not casual, but I think he's quite affable. When yes. he's, a, he's a pundit, he knows when to have a laugh and stuff. I think he's really good when at When he's that. a presenter, it's like AI presenting a football <laughs> yeah. show. Ugh, listen, that's, that's... Shelley Kerr's good. She was good at the weekend during the Hearts game. I, I, to be fair, it was on in the studio, so I wasn't really paying attention. Um, who else do I like? Um, um, who else is there in Scottish football that we like? Mark Wilson was on Sports Scene last night. Super Scoreboard's Mark he? Wilson. I didn't he was on see Sports that. Scene. Yeah, him and James McFadden were the pundits on Sports Amy's Scene. Amy's good. I like yeah. Amy. Aye, yeah. Um, Amy's good. Well, Amy's a presenter, but she's very good. Amy's a presenter. Amy Arns well. is very good. I, like I, Amy. I actually, I like Jonathan Sutherland. I think he's very good uh, when he does the championship coverage. And I've heard him on the radio a couple of times as well. And I think he's, I think he's really good. Jonathan. Yeah, I think Jonathan's really good. Uh, uh, Kenny McIntyre and I like uh, Liam McLeod as well Kenny I think is a really really good reporter <laughs> I do I do I think he's a good reporter yeah but, like, but like presenter see, see when he was well listen he's he's a decent presenter as well I, I do think he's a decent yeah, presenter I, get, I would go to YouTube and look at his face when he says that <laughs> <laughs> no I do I'd, what I would say see I, I, I think people underestimate how difficult a job that is that it's the, not really the the open all mics job. It's I th not really. I th I think I think I it's think more it it's more difficult than you would think. You've got a million things going on, 
uh, and you're going across like all these grounds. You've got people speaking in your ear, and it's in, like you don't get a break. You're on from yeah, true. You know, two, two o'clock, two o'clock, right the way through to six o'clock, and it's full on. So I think is that's not an easy job. I don't think any, like there's not everyone can walk in and do. Oh, that. I like um, what's the name Crichton. Leanne Crichton. Leanne Crichton, I think she's excellent. Love her to bits as well. Have we not tried to get her on the show once or twice? I think we On the possi- podcast in the past? I have, yeah. I'd like to get Leanne in. I do like her. Okay, do you want to do our chart for this week, actually? Not really. All right, okay. We'll just move on. All right, okay. Well, I can We're tell- just in the chart music. Well, I suppose that's fine. But I can tell you, I can just give you a quick rundown. We're still really big in the Cayman Islands. Thank you. We've had a good week in Hong Kong. Love it. Great in the UK, as per usual. Always. Sa- same goes with the UAE and New Zealand. Thank so, you. So that's fine. That's it. Uh, right, on to the Scottish up uh, from the weekend so we have see um, before you go any further i'm just gonna be honest with the audience because that's what we are here yeah. we're very honest and upfront and we don't bullshit you we just tell you the truth and as it is i didn't watch the celtic game mm-hmm. i didn't watch the rangers game and i didn't watch the hearts game i saw uh, the goals for the hearts game and that was about it you said that shelly Kerr was very good as a pundit on the no but game. i did see us on saying we had on in the studio didn't we we had bits and pieces on were the you studio. lip reading her yeah no no it wasn't lip reading her because it was up a couple of times i heard her and <laughs> jesus um well i'm just well we're being honest on this show no so, but we're like, being, you, she you, was you, on <laughs> like you're she was to, on you're, you're getting all hot and flustered you're having to pull down your jacket because you know i've caught you out there no you haven't caught me out yeah i have yeah um, just a john edit this bit out <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no yeah, no but i i i watched the first half of the Rangers game and then I actually I saw the goals last night on sports scenes. So. I've seen all the goals but I didn't watch the game and listen no disrespect to Spartans or Dumbarton or to Bucky Thistle but it was always in my head going to be like a training game now Hearts obviously left it very 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 late the Jerry Jambos just about made um, it through but after a wonder goal from James Cregan to equalise well it was offside if VAR was involved, it would have been cut. If VAR was involved, it would have been offside. Anyway, Hearts got through. That was the main thing. That, Listen, that, that just shows you how useless VAR is. But I, I think... Shite. So Celtic through easy. Rangers through. Hearts through. Hibs are through. Brilliant. I think what we need to do is just focus on what we think were the biggest shocks of the round. And, and it has to be League One, table toppers, 26 unbeaten. games yeah. unbeaten, going to... Bonnie Rig Rose. Little old Bonnie Rig. Little old Bonnie Rig Rose. And, and the big team Falkirk that, who have been in League One for five years now. Um, but, you know, having a good season so far. Got pumped. Got absolutely we pumped. We didn't get pumped by did. Bonnie Rig. I mean, did Bonnie Rig deserve to win? Yes. Well, right, okay, you got pumped. No, yeah. that's not. 2 1 is not. Uh, no, it's, a it's pumping. against a part time. How, how did your team, team get on ag- this weekend, when, Stephen? Ag- Our game was called off. Oh, yeah, was it? Was that else yeah. out? Yeah. Producer John. Let it go, so, making the pitch frozen. So, all so, those injuries. so we didn't lose at the weekend, no. John. How about you? Okay. Producer yeah. John, producer uh-huh. John, now, yeah. is, as you well know, and I've been um, very uh, complimentary of Falkirk in recent weeks, um, I think what they've done so far has been outstanding. But you were up against part timers. A fat PE teacher playing up front. Right, it doesn't matter who it was or what it is, it's still a pumping when you lose to Bonnie Rig Rose, it, whether it be 2-1, 1-0, 3-2, it's a pumping. You, and no, you really shouldn't be losing to a club like Bonnie Rig Rose, that's an embarrassment, it's shameful, and I'll tell you what, you humiliating. Should, it's humiliating, you, you, should, you shouldn't be showing your face today. You know, earlier on, John was like, oh, but the the pitch was neat. Oh, the, the pitch. pitch was it all, was a tatty field. It was all dug up. And and you know like it's, the Falkirk players couldn't play on that. <laughs> Not like listen, because we're used to the lovely plastic at our pace. There's <laughs> never been a better advert for artificial surfaces oh, than there was. Shut up, oh, Jimmy. Take there it is, on the chin, John. Take it on listen, the chin, like a man. Uh, listen, Bonnie Rig Rose deserved to win it. It was good. Set pieces at the side, match. <laughs> 
And where, where did your goal come from? Was it? Was it I, that's what I said. Set pieces ah, decided yeah, the match. Yeah. It was three set pieces that yeah. decided yeah. the match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was an absolute tatty feel. We couldn't play our football. Right, shut up now. We're moving on. Right. Well, uh, just saying, it doesn't matter. The league's uh, what matters. Well done to Bonnie Rig Rose, which I thought was an outstanding result, and to score the winner, Stephen, in injury time. I know. Makes it even better. Even better. Even so. better. Bonnie Rig two one winners against Falkirk. Their reward for that is a tie away at Pitodre. They take on Aberdeen in the last 16 in the Scottish Cup. First ever time that Bonnie Rigg have been in the last 16, so congratulations to them. And uh, It's a shame that Aberdeen are not going to their ground because I think I'd give them a wee chance possibly in that mud bath of a pitch of theirs. But when they go to the Patodja, they're going to get absolutely blutered and hammered. But listen, they're going to get some money into the coffers, which is great, so well yep. done to them. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Falkirk can concentrate on their league form after Can you drawing, imagine if they capitulate? Drawing in the bottom league. of the table Edinburgh City last time out, so we'll see how they react next week. How Extenuating funny. circumstances. Um, excuse, yeah. excuse me, producer John, we didn't ask your for yeah, opinion we, we yeah, really you've done, done your bit, done um, your but bit. Stephen, can you imagine how funny it would be if Falkirk capitulated from now until then, and Hamilton caught them and won the league? So Hamilton have been putting bids in for Falkirk players I as know. well, which is just even better. So um, <laughs> let's hope that happens between now and the end of the season. Shocks elsewhere: St Johnston have not won a Scottish Cup game since they won it. So that's a great fact. They lost the Rangers in the fourth round last season. Oh, I they, they lost to Kelty Hearts Aye. in the fourth round the season before. And in this round, uh, they have lost to Airdrie. So I think a lot of people looked at that on Saturday. And while it's a shock because St. Johnson are the Premiership side, Airdrie have been going really well this season, play really good football, hard to beat at Airdrie as well. And uh, they ended up coming out on top on Saturday. Nikolai Todorov uh, with the only goal. So Airdrie are through to the next round and they play Hearts at home. Tricky game that for us on the plastic pitch. Last 16. I do think that is a tricky game yeah. to be honest with you. I, I think agree. you're going to have to have your wits about you for that one. So, and especially without Lauren Shanklin's, but we'll get to that a wee bit later on. Uh, elsewhere, Ross County royally pumped on Saturday by Partick Thistle, uh, dispelling the demons of the playoff last season it finished 3-0 to Partick Thistle Stuart Bannigan uh, with one of the goals of the round as well for Partick Thistle's third and uh, as ever Derek Adams greeting after the game I mean you know I I know like he's obviously divisive um, Derek Adams because of his interview a few weeks ago and all the rest there and I personally can't wait every time they get beat mm-hmm. just to hear what he says afterwards. And even on Saturday, he was like, ah, oh, well, you know, we didn't do our homework and I've got second thoughts about taking this job and all the rest of it. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you saying? Do you realise that there's a camera in front of you here? What are you saying and what are you doing? Um, I mean, I, I'm going to savour these next, you know, couple of weeks before he inevitably resigns or gets sacked. Yes. Because I think Roy McGregor, the... Uh, Ross County chairman was in the papers at the weekend basically going through Derek Adams yeah. for his comments so it's clearly not a happy camp oh. they've not won in their last five no. and now they're out of the cup after getting absolutely pumped by Partick Thistle um, Remember, I, I, I think we should all just say let's savour Derek Adams for the while next while we can <laughs> while we can because he's not going to be here for long no. and we're going to miss him saying absolutely <laughs> mental things uh, after he gets beat every week. So I, I think we just enjoy him while we've got him, basically. I did say, after his rant about the state of Scottish football, that he's just done the team talk for every single club in Scotland between now and the end of the season. And it would appear as though that has come true. Because all you need to say anytime you play Ross County 
is to remind the players that Derek Adams thinks that you're shite, that you're not good enough to play in Scottish football, etc., 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 and the players are going to go out to prove him wrong, and that's what's happened since he had that rant. He can't win a game. He can't get performance or a tune out of his players either. And he comes out and says the stupidest and daftest things that you can imagine at the end of a game. Yes, I'm with you. He ain't got much time left at Ross County the way that he goes on. I know. So, treasure him. Treasure him. Treasure him. Savour him because he's not going to be around for much longer. Ross County are out of the cup. Uh, elsewhere on Saturday, Air United are through to the last 16 and they will play Rangers at Ibrox. They'll be delighted with that yeah. from a financial point of view. 3-0 winners against Kelty Hearts. Obviously, they sacked Lee Bullen last week as well. So, Davey White was in charge. Caretaker, we'll see what happens and who gets that job over the next week or so as well. Elsewhere, Hibs just about made it through against Forfar. They missed a penalty as well. Forfar hitting the post early on in that one as well. So put a good account of themselves forward for that. But Hibs are also through to the next round and they're away to Inverness Cali Thistle, who also won on Saturday. Obviously, they won 4-0 against Broomhill. Fairly straightforward, that one. Uh, Morton are through. They beat Montrose by two goals to nil. They'll play Motherwell in the next round. Blair Spittle with another couple of cracking goals as well. Good player. Really good goals from Blair Spittle. Uh, they beat Awa 3-1. Connor Salmon did equalise for Awa, so they are out. Motherwell play Morton as I mentioned Livingston 2 Wraith Rovers 1 the upset of the round as far as Davey Martindale is concerned because they are not as big a club as Wraith Rovers they don't have as much money as Wraith Rovers but they somehow fought against the odds on Saturday and managed to get through and deservedly as well they were 1-0 down and they've come back to, to win the game 2-1 and they missed the penalty as well so congratulations to, to Livingston and to David Martindale they needed that They've yeah. been such a poor run of form and they've booked their place in the next round of Scotch Cup where they will play away to Partick Thistle and that's where their run will end. Yes. Well, we'll I, see I, I think Partick beat them. You think Partick beat them? I'll tell you, can we go just shout out the, uh, the, the full draw and I'll tell you who's going through. I was just wanting to mention uh, Livingston's tweet in response to Wraith Rovers' tweet. Oh, very good. Did you see this on social media? Yes. So Wraith Rovers tweeted on Friday, uh, 1,348 tickets sold for tomorrow. Your incredible support has already almost doubled the home numbers. Livingston quote tweeted that after the game and said, double the fans, but half the goals into the hat. <laughs> so Livingston through to the next round. Uh, as I mentioned, Partick Thistle beating Ross County by three goals now they'll play Livingston as you mentioned St Mirren through only goal of the game Alex Gogic with a 1-0 against Queen in the South they will play Celtic uh, next so they'll be absolutely spewing with that one I would imagine uh, and of course Rangers uh, beating Dumbarton by four goals to Go one. through the full draw Full draw is as follows. Kilmarnock, who beat Dundee 2-0 on Saturday. Two early goals uh, for Derek McInnes' men. So they'll play either Brora Rangers or Cove Rangers who play the rearranged Tuesday game. Tuesday tomorrow. Tomorrow night. So we'll see what happens there. But another home tie for Kilmarnock. So they'll be Kelly will go through. Uh, Inverness versus Hibs. Hibs will go through. Aberdeen versus Bonnie Rig. Don's easy. Morton versus Motherwell. I'm going to go with Morton there. Yeah, you fancy Morton? Are yeah. we upset? Airdrie versus Hearts. Hearts just. Rangers versus Air United. Easy for Rangers. Partick Thistle Livingston Partick to beat Livy and St Mirren Celtic I think it'll be a tight one but Celtic will book their place in the quarterfinals yes I would imagine so so um, that is the Scottish Cup all taken care of and uh, yeah I think it's the second weekend in February um, yes the, so it's actually not far it's away it's the so. weekend of the ninth. yes it is all the games get played there so we'll see what ones get picked for telly ooh I wonder which ones uh, Championship so Dunfermline's game against Queen's Park it was off due to a frozen pitch on Saturday that how was is it game. frozen? 
I'll tell you exactly why. It was How, there was no snow. It wasn't that cold last week. It was freezing. No, it was not. Not uh, the weekend. It wasn't. So what happened was it was really cold all week. Obviously, our uh, undersoil heating was knackered. Off then the got, week before. Then it got fixed. Yeah. But they couldn't put it on because the pitch was already frozen. Okay. Uh huh. And then. It was yeah, still, but it wasn't it was, cold enough to be frozen. But see where the main stand is at Dunfermline. I'm sick of excuses. It's south facing. That's the south stand, right? Yeah, and go it, on. it blocks out all the sun. Now, anyone who's got a garden will realise that you need sun from obviously the south, because that's where you get most of the sun. Uh-huh. And the main stand blocks out a significant portion of the pitch. Could you have not got a hot blower? So when no. Because you don't get a hot blower or some um, um, would you quire no, dryers. When the local referee came along. The local referee. And checked the pitch. Yeah. He deemed it unplayable. Uh-huh. So therefore, Dunfermline versus Queen's Park yeah. fell foul. Which is quite convenient for you lot, isn't it? Because you've got so many injuries. So it's convenient you've not played for the last two weeks, which is just, I mean, just pure luck, isn't it, mate? Because the weather's just arrived at the right time for you lot. Precisely. I mean, you could have got a hot blower up, surely, because it's... What's a hot blower? What's a hot blower? Right, see all those things that you blow? Aye. Those, those big blower things? Aye. They're heated, and you blow it. Right. And, and that's going to that's gonna completely... So you defrost the ice, and then you sweep it away. Have you, you've just made something up in your head here that teams I, do. Well, I was... I would tell you what. Take that music off just now, mate. I was watching the NFL last night, right? I was watching the playoffs. American football, NFL. Right. And at this time of year, in certain parts of the United States, it is Baltic, like minus 22, minus 23. Here it was sitting at like nine degrees on Saturday, but you had a frozen pitch. See, the NFL last night, they were playing in minus 14. And when they cut to the stadium for the fans arriving, they had what I would describe as a huge duvet cover over the pitch, and they were blowing hot air into underneath the duvet Mm -hmm. cover. They had all these like... um, um, generator things and big pipes going under the duvet cover yeah. and see when they stripped back that duvet cover yeah. the pitch was immaculate Absol- a grass pitch yeah. immaculate yeah. and it was minus 14 it was like 9 degrees in Dunfermline at the weekend there and you had to call the game off because you had a frozen pitch you could have fixed that pitch if you wanted to I mean I'm really enjoying how you're just comparing the NFL to Dunfermline as if it's a fair fucking fight. <laughs> like, all those things that you've mentioned, which, uh, where are we supposed to get them from? What? With what money are we supposed to buy that from? Oh, come on, Stephen. You're, you're comparing... Come on, Stephen. You're, you're, Shut up. You tell me you couldn't put a duvet cover over the patch. A, a duvet cover. Well, is that what, what it is? Well, like, well, whatever it is, just a cover. Just put a cover over the patch. But it was already frozen. And it was it was no, already but, but, for last but, but week. But see, but see, see the start of last week. Yeah, ahead of the game on Saturday. Get a duvet cover over it. Get a duvet cover. Right, you get a right. duvet cover over it, and you right. cover it for that week, and then you peel it back on the Saturday morning. And if it's a wee bit frosty, or a wee bit frozen, get the 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 the, the hot blowers. The hot blowers. The hot blowers. Aye, that's fine. So you're comparing the NFL, a multi-billion-dollar uh-huh. franchise, yeah. no doubt. Who was it? Buffalo yeah. Bills or something to Dunfermline Athletic at East End Park. 
Stephen. We don't have the resources. Stephen, I'm sure you can there, get... There, the, there are games I'm, called I'm, off all the time. Stephen, I'm sure I'm, you could have got some volunteers or fans in the stadium to, to help... Blow on the pitch. No, not blow... Who's asking you to go on your hands and knees and blow on the pitch? Well, what do you want us to on do? Monday, Where are you getting hot blows? Get the, get the big doobie cover, you right. know, like at Wimbledon, when it starts to rain and you get all these oh, boys... Wimbledon, where they don't have any money, of course. Right, yeah. right. See, Wimbledon, yeah. as soon as a wee spot of rain, what they do? These boys and girls just arrive from nowhere and they pull it over the pitch within That's seconds. It's Wimbledon. Right. So why can't you just you're, get a big cover? So you're comparing Dunfermline East End Park to first of all the NFL and secondly You know the point Wimbledon. I'm making. You know yeah, the, the point, point I'm making. The How much did it cost you to buy a duvet cover? I don't know. To just cover the pitch? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I don't know how much duvet covers cost. Depends what tog it is. Um, I so, don't think it's a shocker that you didn't do all you could to get that pitch playable on oh, Saturday. Shit. Right, anyway. Uh I agree you. Oh, guess what? Cheers, John. Hamilton's game against Stirling Albion was called off due to a frozen pitch as well. Well, maybe they didn't have a duvet cover either. <laughs> right, let's move on to League Two. A lot to deal with, obviously. We've got Israel, we've got Donald Trump emerging as the Republican candidate as well. Ron DeSantis pulling out. Pulled out this morning. Pulled out, so that means it's between Nikki Haley and Donald Trump. It's the New Hampshire primary tomorrow. So, all that on his mind, Mr Joe Biden still took time out to speak to us about League Two. Thanks, you and Stephen. Forget about the cup. Who needs it anyway when you have the delights of Scotland's League Two? Yes, 12 wins in a row against Stranmer, and I'm not scared to say it, the Warriors are going up. 16 points clear now. Yeah, beauty. In the other game, East Fife leapfrogged Stranmer as they drew with those fish-loving boys. Petter had... Anyway, better go and deal with Donald Trump. He's an Airdrie supporter, Fanny. <laughs> don't worry, I'll be back next week, though. So see you then, and God bless League Two. God bless League Two, indeed. That's Mr. Joe Biden there. Thank you very much. Uh, right, okay, it's time for some transfer talk. John, have we got the music? <laughs> And what a week it's been. Uh, lots of business. Our very own Andy Halliday uh, is uh, not going for a holiday. He's joined uh, Motherwell. Uh, Alex Lowry has had his loan spell cancelled at Hearts. Wow. The new Zico slash Messi slash Pelly slash Maradona couldn't even get a game for the Jambos. Uh, Greg Stewart's joined Kilmarnock. Wow. Sensational deal. Dylan Tate's been sent back to Hibs from Hamilton and the Broughton Farmer Rangers player Jake Hasty as well. And Ryan Astley, son of Rick, has joined Dundee from Everton. Wow, absolutely sensational stuff. What have you been hearing? Big stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right, so those are the deals that have gone through this week. They're confirmed. They are in the bag. In, the, in bag. the can. In, in the can. In so the can. Uh, let, wow. let's talk about some of the rumours that are flying around just now. My I've love got my, a rumour. And uh, yeah, I, I've got Great my album, I've, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, I've got uh, my ear to the ground and I have fingers and many pies and I am friends with many a football agent and It's a people family within, podcast, Ian. Uh, I don't know why you're talking about fingers, fingers and, and pies. Fingers and pies, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Anyway, we'll get to Lauren Shanklin in just a second. 
and some big news involving him. But first, Dundee have told Cammy Kerr and Cammy Zach Kerr. Ruddin to find a new club as they begin the That's clear That's a bit harsh. It's just after Christmas. I know. Getting rid of Zach Ruddin. A, late, a yeah. very, very late bad Christmas present from Tony Duff. Uh, Owen Beck will be going nowhere after he played seven minutes for Liverpool last night in the game against Bournemouth because you can only play for two clubs in one season. That's a FIFA rule. That's a FIFA rule, it certainly is. So he will not be going to Celtic or Rangers, but he could go back to Dundee. He could be, but he probably doesn't fancy that. No. Uh, Inverness are interested in Cliftonville goal scorer Ben Wilson. Big Benny. Big Benny Big boy. Ben. He'll be chiming them in. Uh, Rangers are closing in on a deal for Mohamed Diamandi. Oh, Diamandi in the rough. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah, and the Ivory Coast under 23 midfielder. Coast. I know they're at that. That's con. on the coast. Yeah. Uh, he's due in Glasgow for signing talks. It looks as though Rangers have gone about their business very quietly. There was no rumours or talk ahead of this deal being completed. It's just come from absolutely nowhere. nowhere. So he's expected in Glasgow this wow. week. Uh, Charlton midfielder Scott Fraser could be set to join Hearts on loan. Good I've player. heard of him. So have I. Good player. Uh, Motherwell made an approach, but it broke down after failing to agree on the wage contribution. Hearts clearly a bigger club, better club, and got more money. That's why you could be heading to Tynecastle. What I like about Scott Fraser is he's got two names that could both pass for first names. Yes. That's very interesting. So okay, he's, carry he's, on, Ewan. He's on his way to... Ewan Cameron. Tim That's Castle. actually two names in one. Aye. You uh -huh, know, uh -huh. you can have both first yeah. names with that. Okay. Uh, now we're going to get really serious. The big EC. Um, we're now going to get serious here for a second. It's serious time on the show. Yeah. Furrow brows. I have to be careful what I say and how I say it without getting certain individuals into trouble. Because you've had your finger in many a pie this week. Fingers in many pies. So, and you don't um, want to put it in hot pies. No, you don't want to That's do that. bad for your fingers. Did you watch the movie American Pie? I watched it. I wouldn't you put, put that more, there. He put more than a finger in that he, pie. He certainly did. Right, um, so let's cut the music. Did he have to go to hospital for that? I don't know. Let's cut the music for this. And uh, thanks for your contribution, Jim. Thank you. Um, you can now piss off. Right. Bye. Bye. Let's talk Lauren Shanklin. That's now, me away. Okay. Is he gone? Give you two rings when I get in. Give my best to Simon. Who's Simon? Simon Jordan, who you work with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's get serious. Go for lunch with Dave Whelan. Okay, we're going to get serious here for and a second. Harry Redknapp. Mate, this is big, right? Big. This is huge, right? Is Dave Whelan dead? <laughs> <laughs> He'll not be paying for lunch then. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Loads of sausage rolls and pies. Mm -hmm. A wee soup at the end. Okay. Right? <clears throat> Great service. Yeah. Lovely service. Thank God Jim White's off next week. I'll be, here, I'll be here on my Jack Jones. Anyway... Can we what a player oh, he was. Ge genuinely can we get serious for a second here because this is huge. This is involving Scotland striker, heart striker, Lauren Shanklin. Shanks. Um see before I go any further, you know what I know. Can I do you think I should say everything or not? You say what you want, big man. No, uh, you're Jim, you and Cameron. Jim, can you just piss off? Sorry, right, I'll go. Right, go. Okay. What I will say is this about Lauren Shanklin, from what I know and from what I've heard from people that I love, respect in cherish. Scottish football and cherish in Scottish yeah. football. Well, Derek Adams. Um, I will tell you this right now. Hearts weren't rid 
in my opinion, Hearts want rid of Shanklin this month. And there's a number of reasons why I know this and why I'm saying this, and I can't go into too much detail. And I know people hate when... Uh, when, yeah, when tease. No, no, no. Right, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and put some meat on the bones with this one. So last week, it was revealed, revealed, um, through Barry Anderson at the Edinburgh Evening News that Hearts had offered Lauren Shanklin, quote-unquote, a lucrative deal. Mm -hmm. A new lucrative offer. It was like going to be, he'd be one of the highest paid players in the time that Adam Budge had been there, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that was, all that was floating around. It was, it was, it was put out there by Barry Anderson. Now, when that story was released, what I will say is this, is that I don't think that Lawrence Shanklin and his people will have been happy with that. Mm-hmm. Because it puts Lawrence Shanklin in a horrible, invidious position. Because what you're doing then is you're backing the player into a corner. And such conversations should be done privately. And you should only be announcing whether the player is staying or going when you know what the answer is. So what have Hearts got to gain by making that knowledge public? I'm, I'm, uh, listen, I'm not going to, I'm not suggesting for a second. Why? So, so, okay. Okay, okay can I just, can I just, can I just qualify that? I'm not suggesting here for a second that Hearts were the ones who leaked that story. Right. Right. What I will tell you is this. Somebody knows something to inform Barry that Hearts have offered Shanklin a lucrative deal. Now, I'm going to tell you something without naming a name. When I worked on the Real Radio Football phone with Ruffy, we, I had people like David Murray at Rangers. This is the real football phoning with Ewan Cameron and Alan Ruff. Call now on 0845-102-101. You would have people like David Murray at Rangers. You would have people like Chris Robinson at Hearts, Rod Petrie at Hibs, uh, Lawwell at Celtic, who would tip you off about certain things that they wanted to get out there in the public domain because it's good for them whether it be about a signing or a possible new deal, or it was to put pressure on a player and his agent to either come to the table, sign on the dotted line, or piss off. Because then what happens is that that player, who might not sign, you then create a buzz around that player and you might be able to sell him. So what I think has happened here, and I'll tell you another wee story when I was on the show, is I met a football agent at Heart Hill, who wanted me to know s certain information about a Hibs player. I mean, he's whining and dining you if he's taking you to Hart Hill as well. No, he wanted to meet me there halfway. Right, okay. Between Edinburgh and uh, Glasgow and out the way of... It's quite a good Marks and Spencers there. There fair. is, but uh, we didn't go inside, we just met in a car park. Right. Like he, didn't want, he didn't want people to see us out publicly. Yeah, there's a few Channel 5 documentaries about this. <laughs> Is it, is it too, is it too so, flashy? So, or? No, no, no. So what I'm saying is, is that whether it be an agent, whether it be a club, whether it be a player or a chief executive or an owner, they will use the media for their own benefits. That's so you, what I'm getting to. You were happy to be used. I was happy to get the information to put it out there, right? You're and happy no, to be used. And, and, no, and no football presenter or reporter is going to turn down that information. That's how it works. I'm giving you a, a small insight as to how it works. So what I think has happened here... Barry's got whatever he got from whoever he got it from, and he's put it out there. We should point out, Barry was asked to come on this morning, but he had other stuff on. He's at Rickerton. Yeah. He's doing an interview with Stephen Naismith this morning. 
But that story getting out into the public domain is great for Heart of Midlothian Football Club. Trust me, they'll be happy that's out there because it makes them look good, right? It makes them look good that Hearts are doing everything that they possibly can to keep the Hearts striker at Tyne Castle. Okay. But with that story being released, what it has done, I think, has pissed off Lauren Shanklin. Why would he be pissed off? Absolutely it, pissed off. Why would he be pissed off if he's been offered the most amount of money that any Hearts player has been offered he's in not. the last 10 years? I, I, think the offer, I think the offer that he's been given isn't as good as it's been made out to be, right? Okay. So Lauren Shanklin, I presume, is pissed off. His people are pissed off. And I think what Hearts will be thinking is that with this story being out in the public domain, they want him gone this month. Because I put pressure on the boy. Why, why would Hearts want rid of Lauren Shanklin, their top goal scorer, this month? Because they'll get bigger money now than they will in the summer. They want him gone now. But surely guaranteeing third place... Stephen, is, I'm, Stephen... No, 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 no. Stephen, but, no Stephen. I'm, ju I'm just saying from, right. from, from a totally outside point of view, like, surely Hearts would be better keeping Lauren Shanklin, having a bigger chance of finishing third and getting the five or six million from Europe. Okay. That's They're not going to get five or six million for Shanklin right now. I have no idea who... who, who Leaked that story, so, right? Do, but do what you, I'm saying is, it works in Hearts' favour having that story leaked because it looks good for the fans. The fans are thinking, oh, well done, Hearts. You're offering them all this money and a big lucrative deal and it's the best deal for the last 10, 12 years or whatever it is. But I'm telling you right now, it's not as good as it's been made out to be, this big, massive, brilliant, lucrative deal. It's not as good as it sounds, right? And Hearts are happy that this is out because what it does is it might create a bidding frenzy. Unfortunately for Hearts, that's not happening because I can tell you here and now, as of last Wednesday, not one club has picked up the phone to Hearts. Not one club has picked up the phone to his agent. Nobody spoke to anyone about buying Lauren Shanklin. Nobody has knocked on that door yet. Hearts want rid of him this month. In my opinion, they're trying to punt him this month to get as much money for him as they possibly can. I'm telling you right now, that's what's going to happen. That's what Hearts hope happen. Now, what happens come the end of the month and Lauren Shanklin is still a Hearts player on February the 1st? That puts that boy in a horrible, horrible position with this story being out there, which is why I think he could go at the end of January. And let's just say he is here on February the 1st. He is not going to sign that deal. As it stands right now, as, as, it, as it sits on his table right now, he ain't signed that deal. Not in a million years. Hearts are going to have to go beyond what they've offered him to even tempt him into signing a new deal. So what's going to happen on February the 1st, unless Hearts change their position with the contract offer, is that he's going to have to come out and say, look, I've got enough on my plate just now, trying to play for Hearts and get us into third place and get us into Europe. I've got the Euros to think of. There's so much going on in my career right now that I'll look at it in the cold light of day in the summer. That's what he's going to have to do because see if he doesn't see anything after January, if he's still at Hearts, the fans are going to ask him every single day they see him or every week, are you signing? Why are you no signing? Or go and sign for us. Or please sign for us. He's going to have to say something. So the boy's in a really, really horrible position. And I think Hearts don't really mind. Because all the talk now is it's either Lauren Shanklin, sign a new deal, or we're going to punt you. Hearts want rid of him this month. So, in conclusion, will Lauren Shanklin be a Hearts player come February? I think he's a Rangers player. And the reason I think he's a Rangers player is because I was also told, as I've just said to you, there's been no offer made just yet by anybody. No phone calls have been made as of last Wednesday. I think that 
Rangers are biding their time and they're going to try and steal the right words, probably, in the last 24, 48 hours of the window because then Hearts are in a horrible position. Do we just take, not what we get, because I think Hearts can hold off for a bit more. What I think will happen, I think that Rangers will make an offer for him plus a player and Hearts will be in a position where they can't say no because of where they find themselves at the moment. Because they know in six months' time, he'll go for next to nothing because six months from then, he can leave for free next January. That's why I'm confident, not confident, I think it's more likely that he leaves this month than stays based on what's happened in the past week. And they've pissed him off as well with that story being leaked. Who leaked the story? I don't know. But I'm telling you right now, it wasn't the agent and it wasn't Shanklin because... It's never a lucrative deal. It might be lucrative from a harsh perspective, but this is this boy's last big deal. He's 28. He's got to do what's right for him and his family, so I've got no issues with that. I just feel sorry for him after what he's done for Hearts that he's been put in this position. And um, that's it. That's okay. all I'm going to say on the matter. Excellent. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens over the next week. Well, and uh, by the way, don't be taking little clips here and there and putting words into my mouth. I think I've... I've, I've oh, I've... no, you've thrown loads of people under the bus there. That's no, I didn't. I didn't yeah. throw anybody under the bus there. Right, OK, so more transfer talk next week. Uh, we'll see what happens with the Lauren Shanklin situation. Jim will be off next week as well. <laughs> Thank um, God for that. And let's do some start-sub-sell, shall we? The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Start some sell, our football version of Stogmaria Void. So you need to decide which one you'd start, which one you'd sell, and which one you'd keep on the bench. So it was Richard Hillman, Trevor from EastEnders, and Janine from EastEnders. Now, this list um, caused quite a controversy because. Um, Barry Grant was the person who buried the person under the patio in Brookside. Oh, was it? Yeah, that was it. Ah, um, okay. So that caused a bit of controversy. But anyway, let's get to it. Uh, Star 82 wanted to point out this first, though. The tram that knocked down and killed Coronation Street villain Alan Bradley will have a new home in a museum after it was saved. The episode which saw Bradley chase his long-suffering partner Rita Fairclough into the path of the tram in Blackpool was watched by 27 million people. Eh? 27 million Jeez. people watched that. So, this is what you had to say. Uh, Kaffer sent us a picture of Barry from EastEnders died here, 2nd of January 2004. So we plaque on the rock um, up north. Uh, Drubo says, start Hillman. He's good at hitting the target multiple times. Sub Trevor. is the potential to iron out the tactics mid-game. And sell Janine because she's a pain in the arse. Never liked her. Graham says, start Janine for a clinical finishing. Sub Hillman for his driving force coming off the bench. <laughs> and sell Trevor as he's too much of a hothead and is liable to a red card. I think that is right. Yes. Uh, Chris says, start Hillman. Always gets the job done sub Janine shows her a trick up her sleeve and sell Trevor he's just shite <laughs> uh, Mickle says Trevor's a starter despite the barking accent uh, Richard Hillman's a killer option from the bench and sell Janine because she's a wee shite uh, RG Demon says proudly I have no idea who any of these people are <laughs> aren't you so cool RG Demon uh, right so based on your votes it's uh, starting Richard Hillman subbing Trevor and binning Janine now for this week's contenders for next week it's classic cartoon characters 
So, and the reason for this is because I found myself going down a rabbit hole of classic cartoons from over the years. Me and my, my youngest boy, uh, Josh, are absolutely loving so the old cartoons. So just to clarify, are we talking kids' cartoons? Or are we kids. Talk, we're not talking like The Simpsons? No. Or like we're, South Park? No, we're talking classic, like your Tom and Jerry's, your Bugs Bunny, your Roadrunners, right, your, okay. your people at uh, Droopy and all those sorts of people, Top Cat. All of them. Right, okay. Daffy Duck. Right, okay. All, every single one of those classic characters from... Fred Flintstone. Fred, all of them. MGM. Ba- Barney F- Flintstone. Ba- Barney Flintstone, Barney all of them. Dino, all of them. So we, we need three classic cartoon Papa characters. Smurf. Nah, nah. See, when it comes to cartoon classics, I'm thinking more MGM. Do you know what I mean those 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 were the, 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 the days? Like, what was Porky Pie? Like Elmer th- Fudd. Elmer Fudd was an amazing cartoon character. Yeah, and you were named after him. Correct. Um, so, right, producer John, you get involved here. Let's come up with three. All right, okay. Uh, go, go and you suggest somebody. Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. I think he's classic eighties. Absolutely. Yeah, Danger Scooby, Mouse Scooby as well. Scooby Doo's Scooby-Doo. in that day. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo did my tits in. No. No, Scooby Doo was fine. It was Scrappy Doo. I didn't like. No, no Scooby Doo was always all over the place. Like, I see if you watch it back, he's a fucking nuisance. Like, <laughs> he, if, if it was, if, if, see if they left it to other people, they'd, they'd get on a lot better. <laughs> see if they left it to Fred and that. Like, Aye. Scooby-Doo yeah. was actually a hindrance okay. to right. solving these mysteries. So Scooby-Doo's off the list then. Nah, right? Scooby-Doo did my head in. Um, so, um, I like, obviously, the classics, your Tom and Jerry's of this world. What uh, about Porky Dick Dastardly? Dick Dastardly's a great shout. I mean, he's a, he's a villain. Are we going hero cartoon characters, or can they be villains as well? I think it could be a mixture of both. Yeah, the only problem is we had villains from Soaps last yeah. week. So. See, Dick, Dick Dastardly. Yeah. He was in... Wacky Races. Wacky Races. Yeah. Stop Wacky the Pigeon races. as well. And then they had... Uh, was it not? Was it Stop the Pigeon, or was yeah. it Catch the Pigeon? Oh, Stop. Stop the pigeon. Catch the pigeon. pigeon. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so let's nominate a character each. each. Right, so you're going for Inspector Gadget. I'm going to go Inspector Gadget. I, right, okay. I do like Inspector Gadget. It's got the be- for me, that's the best theme tune. Do, 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 do. Inspector Gadget. Name his niece. Uh, Penny. Perfect. Name the dog. Oh, Brains. Brilliant. And name the, the, the baddie. Dr. Claw. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> well, he knows his stuff. Okay, Inspector Gadget's on the left uh, list. Uh, what about you, Stephen? Classic <sighs> cartoon characters. Classic cartoon characters. I think I'm going to have to go for Top Cat. Top Cat? Oh, he I was up himself, it. Top Cat. He was like. up himself. <laughs> he, was like, I, he was like, oh, yeah. He even said that in the theme tune, didn't hey, he? Top Cat. Hey, DC. So, yeah, I think Top Cat has to be in there. I'm going to go with. It was you that thought about this, Ewan. I know, but I've got so many in my head just now. I'm really really tempted to. What are you between? I'm between Daffy Duck. uh, He's a pain in the ass. Ah, Daffy Duck was a pain in the ass. Uh, Roadrunner. Yeah, another pain in the ass. Oh, totally. You're just going for noisy things. Yeah, just like me. Right, I'm going to go with. um, I'm going to go with Roadrunner. Meet me. Meet me. Because he's, he, I think he's good as a sub to run up the wing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, he's got pace. Okay. Yeah, he has got, got pace. pace. Yeah. <laughs> right, got, in that case, I'm obviously starting Top Cat because he's obviously he's your captain. Um, you have to start him. He's the focal point of the team. Uh, I'd probably sub Inspector Gadget. 
Um, Bring him on in goal for the penalty shootout. I totally. You know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's almost unbeatable, and I'm selling Roadrunner because he's like he's meep, like meep. he's like Theo Walcott. Like he's he's, meep, meep. he's like Theo Walcott. He's all right if he doesn't need to think about it. Aye. but like you know, you put him under pressure, you get him in front of the goals, and he just he, he goes meep, meep, and shits himself. So you just described James Forrest as well. No, well. Meep, uh, meep. So, who are you going for? Start some cell. Oh, Roadrunner. Right. Starting Roadrunner. I mean, the pace like lightning. Nobody's catching him. Aye, but he's end product. Well, yeah, that, that could be questionable. That could be an issue. But Roadrunner for me, because he's going to cause absolute chaos with his pace starts. I'm going to sub Inspector Gadget, as I just said, sub goalkeeper. If we're 1 0 up, then bring him on because nobody's scoring past him with well, all these gadgets. Surely you should just start him then. No, no, no. Roadrunner's going to get me the first goal, then I can make the substitution. Right. Um, and then Top Cat is, um, is uh, getting sold. Why? Because he's just full of himself and he's not good round the dressing room. <laughs> Right. Okay, John. It's all about him. Uh, gadget to start for me. I think those long legs, like in terms of tackling, yes. getting the leg round, yeah. winning the ball back. Yeah. So gadget for a start for me. Like you say, uh, Top Cat. I think comes off the bench. Got a good influence. Yeah. You know, good leadership qualities to come so. off the bench. Shut and Roadrunner. You me, know, me. he's all about pace, but he's got nothing else in the locker. Precisely. Yeah. Well, it's so not up to us. Let us know your thoughts on our social media channels on YouTube on at Big Football Scott. That is our Twitter feed as well on Facebook. And Instagram, you can follow us there as well. Just search for Big Scottish Football Podcast. And remember, you can listen on Clyde One weeknights, 6 till 8. Clyde One Super Scoreboard, taking your calls on all the big issues on Scottish Football. 01419511025, Gordon Duncan and the rest of the team. And you can see us on Saturday as well. And listen to us from 2 o'clock with the Big Scottish Football Show. Uh, the Big Saturday Football Show, I should say. On 4th One West FM, TFM, MFR and Northside One. All across the rest of the country, apart from Glasgow and the West. And we'll keep you up to date with former Hibs and Aberdeen striker Steve Cowan as well. Right, let's call our favourite person. Jose, 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 Jose. Right, we're a wee bit later this week, so I'm a little bit concerned for this. So um, let's rattle through this and see what we need to find out if he's going to come in for you next week. Could be a replacement, a sub. Yeah, but he doesn't do a crappy Jim White impersonation. Who does that? Jim White that was in. So it was, I forgot, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Still brewing the magic. See, is your right, it's too late. Aye. Hello. Hello, Jose! Jose! Hello, boy. Hello, my How man. you doing? You are right? <laughs> Very well, thank you, my man. How you doing? I'm not too bad. Jose, listen, I've got a favour to ask you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next Monday... Yeah. At around 10.30am, could you yeah. be here in the studio to replace Stephen on the podcast? I'm going on holiday, so I won't be here. Holy moly, no problem, Stephen, my man, I'll be there for you. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> the best substitution that we could ever bring in, Jose oh, Katongo. I mean, the boy's got skill, he's got pace. Oh, the oh, boy's perfect. Exactly, Absolutely perfect exactly, exactly. So you're definitely going to come in next Monday for us? Yeah, next Monday. What's, send me the address. Jose going to be there, no worries. Good lad. What I'll do is I'll get our producer John to contact you, give you all the details, yeah. and we'll get you in next Monday. Yeah, block no block problem. that, block out sort of like a half ten to about half, half 12. twelve. Okay. No problem. No problem. Steve, where are you gonna go? Where are you going on holiday? Uh, I'm going to Barcelona for a wee bit, oh. and then yeah. we're actually going up to the mountains in Andorra for a wee bit as well. Very good. You deserve it. Never we holiday. Shut up. Thank you. Thank you very much. Like, listen, Jose. I worked a lot over Christmas and New Year. I was I was on the radio constantly. So I need a wee break now. You, you need a wee break. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, you need a wee break, boys. No, you need it. You need a wee break, man. Aye. So uh, yeah. we'll see you next week. See you next week, Paul. I'm be there, Jose. Where you wait? Where you want me? Where? Uh, no, um, our, my, my, our producer will call you and we'll arrange it and we'll Aye. tell you exactly where we are. No, 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 no. I say, w- w- what do you want me wear? Oh, wh- what, does it, what do you want them to wear? Oh, what do I want you to wear? Why are like, you asking me what I want you to no, wear? I just, no, I just say that. No, I, just, no, I, I, want, I want you to come... Something to... sexy. Something sexy. Yeah, something sexy, because remember, this gets filmed. It goes on YouTube. It's all over social media. And I know you're looking for a girlfriend, so come as sexy as you possibly... No, he's got three. Have you got three girlfriends now? Yeah. Three girlfriends in the go, man. Yeah, lad. Well, listen, you might get more offers if you come dress sexy next week. Oh, la, la. Can't wait. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, good lad. Listen, I'll keep the seat warm for you, all right? No problem, Steve. Have a good holiday, my man. Cheers, Jose. Thank you. Okay. Bye, mate. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Jose, 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 Jose. You know, Jose. it's great that Jose's coming in genuinely, but I'm a bit sad that I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to get to meet him. We'll get him in again at some point when you're here because he's such a good laugh. He's, he he's a great character. And Scottish okay. football loves Jose Katongo. Right, uh, Scottish football's even harder, hardest question. So we launched it a few weeks ago. This is it. What's the connection between Scotland's most expensive footballer and Dexy's Midnight Runners? Only I have the answer in this sealed envelope. And it is sealed and dated and signed, okay. as you can see. Uh, you didn't answer the question last week, so I'm going to ask you the question again. I think you should give us an answer. No, I'm not. Uh, it's meant to be It's meant to be yeah, difficult. No, but Stephen... So, Ian McDonald says, Scottish football's harder, hardest question. Kieran Tierney and Kevin Rowland of Dexy's are both known for using megaphones. Tierney with the Green Brigade and Roland on top of the Pops. True. Stephen Osprey says they both came on Eileen. Um, Stephen, you're about the 75th person to say that, but thank you very much. Um, I can tell you that neither of those answers are correct, so you need to keep rolling in with your thoughts, with your research, with your working on at Big Football Scott. You can leave your comments on YouTube as well. Now, obviously, I will say this. You need to work out who Scotland's most expensive footballer ever is. It's not Kieran Tierney. And once you work that out, it'll bring you closer to right. the answer. So it's not Kieran Tierney. It is. I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm saying it. I'm telling them. Well... Because it's what I think. If, if you want to listen to you and Cameron, then that's fine. Yeah, but... Right, so it's not Kieran Tierney because he moved once. He's talking about the most expensive Scottish player and all the transfer fees that have been accumulated over the years. So my advice to you is this. Ollie Burke. Ollie Burke. When you combine all his transfer fees over his career, he is the most expensive player in Scottish football history. So Ollie Burke is connected to Dex's Midnight Runners in some form, in some capacity. Now, tell me I'm wrong. I'm not going to tell you anything. Right. It's Ollie Burke. It's Ollie Burke. I thought, I, it, might, I, I, I thought it might have been Ross McCormack, so but it's not. you need to work out who Scotland's most expensive Ollie footballer Bark. ever is. Ollie Burke or Ross McCormack. And work out the connection to Dexy's Midnight Runners. It's Scottish football's even harder, hardest question on YouTube at Big Football Scott. Get your answers in there. If you get it next week when I'm not here, I'll be quite annoyed. Okay, uh, just very quickly before we move on to the quiz, I tell you that Hearts are playing Dundee tomorrow night. Uh, also games in the Championship, League One and the Scottish Cup. So Air United are Rose, Stirling, Montrose, Brora Rangers, Cove. Wednesday, we've got Hibs Rangers, St Johnston, Aberdeen and obviously we're back to 
to normal on Saturday. By, by, by the way, how weird would it be if Hart sold Shanklin today or tomorrow and they signed him in time to play Hibs? <laughs> I just think it'd be oh no, it'd be funny, wouldn't it? The heads would be going off. Right, time for a quiz then, shall we? John, you are our quiz master. You and set your wee challenge earlier on. Have you changed your mind? Null and voided last week's quiz? No. No, exactly. I didn't think so, because it didn't deserve to be that. So, it is a penalty shootout style quiz. We'll take alternate turns to answer questions. And then in there as well, we can ask for a top bin, a top bin question, I should say. And that means it's worth two points. If we're level at the end after five questions, it goes to a tiebreaker. It's my turn to call it this week, and tails never fails. Apart for this week when it's heads, so it's over at you, Ewan. I'm going first. Ewan is going first this week. We have not seen the questions. We don't get to see the questions. Why do you need to say that? Because Why do you feel the need to say because that? Because everyone thinks it's a conspiracy against you, but actually it's not. We've not seen the questions. Only John's seen them. Aye. And we just need to sit here and answer them. You're really bad at doing it. I'm good at it. So, John, let's go with question number one for Ewan Cameron, please. Right, Ewan, okay. Yeah, still raging. Ah, look at his face. He's still raging. Just go. Just, right. Okay, we'll just, just uh, go. We'll just go, right? Just try and have a bit of chat with the contestant, a bit of banter like they do in these quiz shows. No? All right. Okay, who scored the first goal in the fourth round of the Scottish Cup this weekend? Who scored the very first goal in the fourth round? I know the answer, if it's any consolation to you. Was there a game on the Friday night? Here we go again. People, I can't believe people have conspiracy theories about this. Like, when this is the state of it. Exactly. Why are you pointing at me like that? Well, how can there... You're just... Was there a game on the Friday night? You're just shy at quizzes. Was there a game on Friday night? Just You can answer me that. No! No, you can't! Was there a Scottish Cup tie on Friday night? Was there a game on Friday night? Because <laughs> Hearts played You're on Saturday, one quarter past most... 12. Shut up, Stephen. Can I try to remember if there was a game on Friday night? Because Painful was... people. <sighs> it's, uh, I'm, I'm, see if I've missed a game on Friday, I'm going to kick myself. Was there all the game? Where did the Rangers played half five. Celtic yesterday. Aberdeen. Dundee United weren't in it. Uh, Vargas, last answer. Last answer, final answer. Vargas. Final answer. Final answer. And Marshall has saved! Yes! So, I can answer your question now. There was a game on Friday night. Oh, God. And Aberdeen beat Clyde. Oh, so they did. And the answer is Bojan Mio. So it is. That is correct. Wait, wait, wait. Do you know what, you know what, you know what makes it worse? Right? I hate that I'm going to admit this. Where was I on Friday night? You were in Aberdeen. Who was yeah. I hanging out with? Bojan Miofsky. No, Aberdeen fans. All and right. we were talking about the game. <laughs> See, like when people say there's a conspiracy, like there, there, that. What just happened there? Uh, right. God. Right, Stephen, your question. Who scored the last goal in the Scottish Cup fourth round? Who scored the last goal? Oh, it was... Uh, a young lad. Aye. Keep giving me more clues, Ian. No. Uh, what's his first name? It's Vata. I want both names. Well, you answered Callum last week. Yeah, <laughs> but we, did give him, right. we did give him Callum. We did, yeah, even though it was Callum. wrong answer. Is it Rocco Vata? Goal! 
believe I forgot that month Friday I, game. I, I totally can. Yeah. Ewan. Yeah. Sean Mooney is the cunt manager of which team? Sean uh, Mooney is the cunt manager of which team? That's not difficult. Is it Bolton? It's not Bolton. Who's it Bolton? Who went to Bolton and did well? <sighs> did he go from Hibs to that, this club? Was it Bolton? Did, was it Bolton? Stop asking supplementary questions. Oh! Oh, the FA Cup, um, Wigan, Man United beat them. Sean Maloney was in the touchline. Uh, Sean Maloney final answer. Uh, not Sean Maloney final answer. Wigan final answer. Wigan final answer. Yes. Get in. There you go. One apiece. Right, Stephen. Who's the manager of Bolton? Uh, is it, I don't know. It's not Caldwell, is it? Well, is he, if they're doing well. Uh, no, well, if they're doing well, it's not Caldwell. <laughs> yeah, Caldwell, Exeter. It's Caldwell, Exeter, I think he is. All oh, right, OK. Right, OK. Uh, you are up, Stephen. Who was the only Scottish goal scorer in the English Premiership at the weekend? Who was the only Scottish goal scorer in the English Premiership at the weekend? Ollie McBurney. Ollie McBurney, yes, final penalty. answer. Yep. Goal! 103rd minute. Uh, and actually, just on Wigan, going back to that question, apologies to Dave Whelan, I've just Googled him, he is still alive. So <laughs> just, <laughs> just, uh, well, it's great to hear. Yes. Good that Dave's not there. Can you dead. let Jim White know? Let Jim know. Let Jim know. Okay. Right, Ewan, you're up next. Yeah, go on. What type of animal is the Kilmarnock uh, mascot? What type of animal is the Kilmarnock mascot? What's the name of the mascot? No. I'm not telling you, that's just the animal. I thought the mascot was a pie. I remember seeing pies running around. Well, it's an animal, unless you're classifying it's a, a pie it's as a an squirrel. animal. It could be beef. It could be a cow. If you're thinking about the pies. It's not a cow. Is it not a squirrel? Is it not a squirrel running around? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I think it's a squirrel? Why is, that's the first thing that came to my head. After pie, I thought squirrel. Of course you did. Because that just makes sense, doesn't it? Is it a squirrel? Do they have a squirrel on their strip? Did Kilmarnock have a squirrel in their badge? Is that a squirrel? Or is that a kangaroo? The <laughs> <laughs> Kelly kangaroo. I like it. We all know that's a good match. It's a squirrel! <sighs> if it's in the squirrel family, do I get the point? What do you mean the what squirrel, squirrel family? family? Are they not connected to a rat? It's a, that's a no, rat. No, no, no. You think somebody would have a rat mascot? <laughs> Here's Robbie the Rat. <laughs> I, I'm going, it's the only thing I can think of. I'm going to go with Squirrel final answer. You're going to go Squirrel yeah. final answer. Uh-huh. Get in! Is it Nuts the Squirrel? It is Nuts the Squirrel. Is it, where did I... I genuinely don't he's, know where I got Squirrel He's on Twitter, from. Nuts. He's always getting in is touch he? with Raya. Right, so that's my third question. Yeah. I um, It's 2-2. Two, two. It's 2-2, two, two. you're yeah. right. And uh, Stephen's third. Stephen, what Scottish team have a lion as their mascot? What oh, Scottish team have a lion as their mascot? Jesus Christ. I mean, I would go Livingston. Livingston, final answer. <sighs> yeah. See, that's why people think there's a conspiracy. But I, I would have got that one as well. I would have got the Kilmarnock one. I got the name you of the mascot. You bounded two questions. It might be way you, harder. You, you chose 
to go. It's the choice. It doesn't matter. Right. It's, it's only it's a flip you chose to go first. Exactly. Right. Choose to go second. It was time. Right. Three, two, Stephen. Let's go to question number four. Right. Okay. You going top bin? No, I'm not. Do right. you know what? As well, I, I will take a picture of the question sheet and put it on our Twitter so people can see. I don't change the order of the questions. Okay. All right. 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 Okay. Ewan, yeah. who was the last Manchester City player to play for Scotland? Who was the last Manchester City player to play for Scotland's men's team? I think it's Dickoff, but I'm not sure yet. Hold on. <clears throat> Paul Dickoff. I'm right, trying to think of Scottish players that have played for Man City. Just to clarify, do Shut you up, I don't need clarification for you because it's not your question. I'm actually helping you here. No, you're not. I am. No, you bloody are not. Did this person play with Manchester City and Scotland? So they were at Man City at the time? Yes. Right. Yeah. Oh, clearly. So it's not helping No, it me. could have been somebody who but played, I, I, played I, for I, Manchester City. I can think. Well. Right? I don't know about that. I have a brain between my ears. I'm just trying to help you. No, you're not you. helping I'm because the question's you. obvious. I'm just trying to... Rule right. out a few people so, for you. The last Man City player who was in the Man City team played for Scotland. Yes. Right. Paul Dickoff, final answer. Paul Dickoff, final answer. Kitten! 3 all. Give Stephen his fourth question. Summer question for you, Stephen. Who was the last Spurs player to play for Scotland? Oh, oh I know that. I know that. I'd have preferred that one than the one that I just got. <laughs> but you got no, it right! Um, it must be Alan Hutton. Final answer. It is. To be fair, I nearly said Colin Calder would there. Neil Sullivan was actually before Neil Sullivan. Uh, it was Colin Calderwood. I would never Neil have Sullivan, got Neil Sullivan. Alan Hutton. There you go. Right. So here, here's my predicament now. Going into question five, I am four three down. Going to the final question. Now, if I take the top bin question, that gets me to five. If I get it right, and, and it forces yeah. Stephen to get my question right. Yeah. Or do I go for the normal question and hope he gets his wrong and takes it to a tiebreak? Well, I've got four from four so far, so chances are I'm not going to get the last one wrong. What would you advise, John, looking at Stephen's final I question? I can't <laughs> right, I'm going to go top bin. I have top to. Bin. I've got no choice. I've got Ooh, to go top bin. Top bin. Right, you do realise okay. if you get this wrong, that's the game over. Yeah, I know that, Stephen. I can do maths. Right, Ewan. Yeah. We're in top bin mode now. Here we go. Who is third oh, when it comes to all-time Scotland caps? Who is third on the list when it comes to all-time Scotland caps? Do I not get, like, what happens in Millionaire? You get four choices. No, shut up. It's a top bin question. You know the rules. So get on with when the question. When you get a million pound question, who wants to be a millionaire? You get four this options. This isn't who wants to be a millionaire. It's the shootout quiz. So yeah, yeah. give me four choices, you if it's, if it's any consolation, I know the answer. So... <laughs> Right, give me it again. Who is Who's... third when it comes to all-time Scotland caps for the men's team? Who is third on the list? I need more dramatic music than right, that. Okay. That's too jaunty okay. for me. Go back to the tension. Yeah. Or we could go for this one. No, because that just annoys me. 
Okay, back to tension. What about this one? It's better. <laughs> when I get my answer, you can play that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> third. <clears throat> Andy Robertson must be up there somewhere. That sounds like the jazz music from the movie uh, Eyes Wide Shut. With um, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. That's a good film, by the way. You, you seen that? No, but answer the question. Um, Andy Robertson must be well up there. He's been there forever. He's been going for ages. I'll be back in a minute. Let me make a cup of tea. See with your little quips. It doesn't help me in any way, shape, or form. If anything, it annoys me, and it and it, and it forces me into giving you an answer when I'm not ready. I just wish the two of you would shut the cup and just let me think about it for a second and eliminate. You've been people. thinking about it for ages. See, there it's you go not again. hard. See, there you go again with your quips. It's not hard. Shut up. I know the answer. That's great. I love you for that. It's amazing. Wish you were in my team. I'm not. It's this. That's not how the game works. I know it doesn't. But if you were to make it interesting, you'd write on a bit of paper and send it over to me. <laughs> um, third most capped player in Scottish football history. Robertson has to be there. Has to be there. But is he third? Because there wasn't many caps flying around in the early days. I'm going to go with because it's the first thing that came to my head I'm going to go Andy Robertson final answer final answer yeah. Andy Robertson yeah and Marshall has saved yes and with that a win for Stephen thank you Ewan and the answer I believe John is Darren Fletcher it is the correct answer behind Kenny yeah. Dalgleish and, and Jim, Jim Layton. Yeah, I think Jim Layton's got 91 or something. Uh, yeah, he does, Stephen. And yeah. I think Kenny Dalgleish has 102. Correct. How so many does Dan Fletcher have? 80 on the nose. Absolutely spot on. So there you are. Thank you very much. Yet another convincing... I didn't even need to answer my final question this week because I've won. Because, you know... I'm actually delighted that you're off next week because you're doing my fucking... Jose will thank you at the quiz last uh, next week. I can't wait. <laughs> Jose's going oh, that, to, that would be embarrassing. Jose's going to pump you at the quiz next week, and I cannot wait. So I'm off next week, but Good. Jose Katongo will be sat in the seat alongside you and Cameron. Make sure you join them, and remember, you can search for us, Big Scottish Football Podcast, or head to youtube.com forward slash Clyde1SSB. There's you and Cameron there behaving like a toddler. So don't forget to subscribe to the show on whichever podcast provider you use so you don't miss a podcast, whether it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is as well. And hit the subscribe button and give us a big fat juicy five stars in a review as well. That would very, very much... Bye, Ewan. Bye, bugger off. Yeah, it probably will. Okay, so um, Clyde One Super Scoreboard on the air from 6pm on Clyde One midweek and also on Saturday as well. Me and you will be back with a big Saturday football show and uh, I'm off on holiday, so catch you a couple of weeks. Bye-bye.